to the clamshell clubhouse uh it's gonna be a little different today it's just gonna be me just because i really wanted to talk about a movie that's very very special to me um movie from my childhood and a lot of people's childhoods the blair witch project that's enough stop taping please stop taping okay 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 we're leaving right now okay okay we're out of here we're out of here i'm leaving I want you to laugh in the creek either. Help! Please help us! Help us! This is not the way to get out of here. Fuck! Fuck! I think it's safe to say at this point that we're lost. I don't know what to do. Yeah, so Blair Witch Project. I was, I guess... It would have I would have been seven or eight years old, I believe, when this came out. Um, and it was a movie that everyone in my family um, was talking about. My cousins and my mom and my uh, stepdad, they were all talking about this movie, Blair Witch Project. Oh, my God, you have to see it. It was like it, people don't even know if it's real or not. It could I, th- it, I think it's actually a true story and it's filmed on like VHS cameras and oh my God, you have to see it. And like, it was like huge deal when it came out. And it was cool because like back in the day, you know, when it, in the old days, went to the, um, what was it called? What was the name of that uh, video rental place? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. But anyways, there was a um, movie rental place and it was like part CD shop slash like head shop kind of with like hacky sacks and stuff. I remember that. And then they had um like posters like very like oh was it karma was it named karma anyways there's a place in elwood and we all went there and i remember you know back in the old days you have to like you'd go to the video you know rental place and sometimes the tape wouldn't be there and you'd be like oh shit um someone else got it so you'd have to wait until the next time but um we went and got the blair witch project on vhs i remember watched it and uh it was so intense to me, um, especially being a little kid, I was super, you know, I believed everything that was happening. And what scared me more is my my parents even somewhat thought it was real. So we're watching this. It hit super hard. And it still does. It still scares the shit out of me. Past few times I've seen this movie, I've had to <laughs> I've had to I've had to watch like something super funny before I go to sleep because it's just like it just the ending. Like the best ending of like any horror, especially any horror movie, but maybe any movie ever. It's just like the and I was actually looking at trivia um, and supposedly, I mean, most of this movie, I mean, all of this movie was improv. I think all that the directors did, the writers, well, it's not even really written. Just they gave them like what they are trying to do, you know, gave them like an outline. It gave them like this, the fake mythology of the Blair Witch, which Actually, I, I read here that the actors actually thought it was like an old legend, but the the writers actually just made it up, um, which made it even more kind of scary for the actors, which is really cool. I like that, like them not knowing that, making it more scary, kind of like 
I heard um, a lot of like horror movies where there's like a monster, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I heard that they purposely didn't let um, any of the actors see um, Leatherface until he shows up in a scene to get them. And so it makes it this more like intense, like scary scene. Um, but yeah, that that kind of vibe for um, Blair Witch is like the whole movie. The whole movie's just like this. There's, I don't know, like the energy and like the pacing of it the actual like fear that's in the movie a lot of it is um i mean it is improv and these are actors but they are really scared a lot of the time um i was reading that i mean this is something that could not be done today because of you know how kind of um wild wild west they were going on this one uh they they were intentionally giving them less food throughout the production of the movie um, to make them a little more, I don't know, pissed off and also like kind of scared and probably a little like crazy feeling, you know, not totally cool. But like, I think they actually had to sign something, which I read in IMDb. It said something about what was it? There was this agreement they had. OK, yeah, here it is. Each of the three leads were required to sign a release granting the production permission to mess with your head, quote unquote. The most powerful example of this would probably be the late night tent attack. Neither of the three actors knew it was coming and their terror, confusion and fight or flight response was genuine. Yeah. Holy shit. That is, it's so funny. I hear a lot of people say this movie is like so cheesy, um, corny and the acting is bad. And I don't understand that at all. I do not get it because there are like, that scene when the tent is shaking and they're freaking out. I thought that, I mean, they are actors again. It's like always going to be like, you know, they're actors, but holy fucking shit. Please go rewatch that scene because it is the most terrifying thing ever. And when they run out of the tent and they're screaming, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Oh, shaking and um oh my god so good but yeah but yeah like what a what a special time in um, movie making history um the late 90s it's like I, I pulled it up here on um google just to see like a few movies that came out in 99 we got tim burton's sleepy hollow which i think is maybe his best movie one of his best movies um we've got girl interrupted we've got the mummy We've got, let's see here, Big Daddy. We've got Superstar. We've got just just a, just a lot of election. We've got Idle Hands, which I would love to do on the, on the podcast. It's maybe not a great movie, but it's, it's, a, it's a banger. Um, Man on the Moon. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's like a million that I'm not getting here. But also like the thing that is once in a lifetime for this movie is the fact oh office space sorry office space awesome powers spy that shagged me uh uh fucking inspector gadget (laughs) 
I forgot. Oh my god, we have to do that. We have to do that on the podcast. Galaxy Quest, Bowfinger, uh, fucking. Oh my god. Okay, analyze this. Uh, anyways, yeah, was gonna say is like, uh, what a special time in in movie making history because like you really can't make a movie like this anymore. Um, in the way that it's this found footage thing because of just the internet and everything and how everything you can just kind of figure out um, that it's fake. The only thing that I think that came closest to this that you could do nowadays are those like, there's like these weird videos, kind of like dark side of YouTube, like weird um, unexplained videos. I was talking to my friend Dakota about this. Um, I think that's like the, the closest thing. I don't even know what you would call those. They're almost like there's like the new age found footage <laughs> that's unexplained, but I don't know how you would make a movie out of that. That's why I think this movie's so special is it's like you could so believe that this is real because it's just like this VHS tape and what they even did really what's really cool what they did with this movie like the PR or like the press type stuff they did or the sorry the promotional stuff that they did is they made a website for Blair Witch. Um, that all it had was like a little bit of evidence stuff that just like it, it just further um went into like the um lore and it didn't say that it was fake as well i think they they also put up like missing signs um when they were promoting the movie they just did a lot of things just to make that it, make it seem more real but yeah you can't really you can't really make a movie like this anymore um but yeah i think this movie what I was going to say about this movie, I think what's so special to me is that, yeah, my stepdad at the time, he always was carrying around a VHS camera and making um, silly movies. He showed me how to make like stop motion with the VHS camera with his like G.I. Joe's. We would like um, walk the G.I. Joe across the table and have him like pick up a gun. He was always like really fun with like playing make believe and pretend and stuff and would always watch movies with me and he would he would kind of like be this like background commentary on movies when we'd watch them actually I have a really funny story uh there was one night or one day I was like in a I think I was in like my bedroom and I overheard the television in the living room and what was on the TV was the movie Candyman and I think the scene that's happening I've never even seen this movie but I think what was happening in the movie was someone was being eaten alive by uh, bees or something or being like completely swarmed their whole body with bees. And, and they had these like horrible screaming, you know, agony noise. And I heard I heard that from my bedroom. And I remember picturing it in my head because I had like a really deep fear of like bugs um, as a kid still do. And I knew that was what was happening on the TV. And I was just picturing it in my head and it ruined my day. I was horrified and I couldn't stop thinking about the images of someone being like swarmed by an unlimited amount of bees. I fixated on it all day. And I remember it came to be nighttime when everyone was going to bed in the house, my stepdad, my mom. And um, I got up in the middle of the night like I did every other night because I was terrified as a kid of the, you know, bedtime and turning off the lights I went to my mom's room, woke her up, and I said, I'm sorry, I, I can't sleep, I can't sleep, I'm, the movie scared me, blah, blah, blah. I remember telling her, like, I just was thinking of bad stuff, and I couldn't go to sleep. And 
my stepdad got up and brought me to the living room and he sat me down and he put in Saving Private Ryan, the VHS, and we sat and watched it and he showed me the opening scene of the D-Day um, storming the beaches of Normandy and he showed me when the soldiers are getting like blown up and shot and their guts are like falling out of them, their stomachs and their legs are getting blown off and bloods everywhere. He sat and explained to me how it's actually kind of cool. It's like these, these special effects like, oh, those guts, those are probably from probably could have been cow guts or, you know, all these things. He started explaining to me like how special effects work. It was like such a nice way of like um, helping me not be scared of movies. So after that, I I'd kind of winded down because he had explained to me how these movie effects work. And I go to back to my mom's room. And I end up sleeping in the room with them because I was kind of still a little shook by uh, the Candyman situation. And um, I'm laying there and I'm still kind of it's still like this lingering thing in my head. I'm still trying to have I'm having a hard time sleeping. And I turn to my mom and I say, that movie, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. It's so scary. And, uh, she goes, well, a lot of people did die. And I, I was like, what? And what she thought, <laughs> what she thought I was referencing was the, um, Saving Private Ryan, that that movie was scary. And it's just such a funny thing to me that she, I, what I was talking about was Candyman. And she goes, and she says that, yeah, so many people died. <laughs> so I'm thinking, holy shit. So there is a Candyman. But yeah, so like kind of like a full circle thing with Blair Witch Project and kind of why I think it really hits hard is that when I was a kid, my mom and my stepdad, we'd go out um, with my cousins sometimes. Sometimes my, my childhood friend Chris um, would come with us and we'd get in a pickup in the back of their pickup truck at night. And we'd get like blankets and flashlights and stuff. And um, my mom and my stepdad, they drive us out to the country, towards the country. And um, there's this little sectioned off neighborhood in Elwood going out towards the country road. And it's called Lottomans. And it's across the street from a graveyard. And it's just kind of this spooky place. And it's kind of like a place that's kind of known in town. It's like a it's like our own little like local legend. The whole thing was we on the way there, my mom and my stepdad, they would like build up this um, scary story about the place. And they talk about how, oh, there's witches that live there. I've heard they do these like satanic rituals. They like sacrifice goats and um, they all wear red and they only come out at a certain time. And so we'd get all scared and then we'd come up to this place. Um, called Lottomans. And the thing that's kind of so scary about Lottomans is it when you're pulling up there, there's a there's a very visible sign that says do not um, no trespassing. So like that was a whole other made us a little more scared. But then so when you pull in, it's this like gravel road that does like a big circle throughout the neighborhood. And it's kind of a you have to either go in or not go in at all. Because it's because you can't really like turn around because it's a very narrow like gravel road with like surrounded by trees. Um, so what made it so scary is like we would like sometimes we'd get there and I'd be like, I don't want to go in. I don't want to go in. And they're like, we're going in. And when you go in, 
you just have to keep going and you start going through and it's like these tunnel of trees and they're like kind of all above you and, and you can't really see anything going on and then you get in there and then you'd see all these little old houses inside the neighborhood it felt like this weird it felt like a you're going into a portal taking you into like a weird old town but anyways you go in and there's like these little old houses and sometimes there'd be like a little lamp on in someone's house and my cousin jake or tyler would be like uh oh you could see one of them one of them one of them's in the house and we get all scared and kind of amp each other up um and we'd pull through all slow and sometimes we turn off the the headlights of the truck and it just get really fucking scared and it was like one of my favorite things that we did when i was a kid and uh one of my favorite like childhood memories but around that exact same time was when blair witch came out and i i don't know what it is but like it just it's just like that movie really just kind of like brings me back right to that kind of time and it's so nice that like you can watch something like that and you just be like, it brings back all these memories. And it's just funny that it kind of like, it's also about this like local legend mythology. And I think I just really love that kind of stuff. I, there's a couple of things in Elwood that are like local legends. And I'm sure a lot of small towns kind of have their own thing. Ours was Lottomans was like the place where the witches live. And there's, I think a few people that I knew that, would do a similar thing. They would go in there and dare each other to walk through that place. And then there was a place way out in the country. I don't know if it exists anymore. It was like an old schoolhouse that was like dilapidated. And we called it Pigman's Tower. And it was the same thing. Like on the way there, my mom and stepdad, they'd build it up and they'd say, oh, this is where the Pigman lives. This is the Pigman. And we'd go way out in the country. And it's a spooky ass old like schoolhouse. And you could walk in. It was like kind of also surrounded by trees and we go in with flashlights and there'd be like weird graffiti on the wall. And, um, and it was just like this, it was kind of dangerous because like some of the floor was broken in and you'd have to like walk around these holes and you'd shine your flashlight on the ground to make sure you didn't fall in like a little, um, little hole in the floor. And you go in, it's like this like weird brick, like old building. And I remember you walk in and then it'd be like a little hallway, um, and then you'd make a right. And then there was like this big op- kind of open room that was just like dark. And it was just like, we'd always be like, oh, is he, is he in the corner? Is he, is, he, is he there? And then we'd kind of freak ourselves out so much that we would just have to run out and get back in the truck and be like, go, 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 let's get out of here. Uh, but it just so much reminds me of the feeling that um, Blair Witch has, which is like my favorite shit. But yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to do an episode on this since it's Halloween and Man, if anyone hasn't seen Blair Witch, holy shit. I wish I wish I could have like a like a screening for everyone that's never seen it and what it would be so sick, which I think someone actually does this somewhere, but it'd be sick to have like a screening out in the woods um on a projector or something and uh that I can't imagine a more scary screening than that. I just kind of wanted to say my little uh have a little anecdote there about my childhood. It's just so funny that like it's it has such a full circle thing with me that I really love. But yeah, Blair Witch. Please, please watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, if you have seen it, watch it again. Great movie to just, you know, turn off the lights, you know, pop it in 
or you know what? It's really easy to find. It's I think it's on a few streamers. Um, I think Netflix, maybe um, YouTube for sure. I actually bought the digital version on YouTube. Um, you can rent it there. Uh, watch it. Turn the lights off. Some popcorn. And try not to watch um, fail videos or TikToks after you watch it. And just lay in your bed. Turn the lights off. Lay there. Let your mind wander. You know, see how you do. Just see if you can do it. I don't know if you can. I know I can. Anyways, uh, happy Halloween. If this comes out, I'm going to try to put this out on Halloween. I don't know how fast I can edit this, but uh, yeah, happy Halloween and uh, don't let the Blair Witch get you. Okay. Till next time. Hey, thanks for sticking around to the end of the pod. This has been another episode of the Clamshell Clubhouse. If you have any questions or comments, hit us up at clamshellclubhouse at gmail.com. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and all your other podcast platforms. Special thanks to Adam Gross for our sweet fucking theme song. Clamshell Clubhouse is Joey McMahon, Tanner Standridge, and Willie Stratton. And until, until next time, time be, kind, be kind, rewind. rewind.